Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our Youth and Children's Day service. And a special welcome to all the boys and girls who are watching. You're a really important part of this service. In fact, if you watch to the end of our service in the extra section, you will find some special videos just for you. Some shout-outs from Sunday Club, Bible Class, and from District. So make sure you don't miss those. I suppose you're maybe wondering who I am. Maybe you haven't seen me before. My name is Paul, and I am your new Assistant Minister at Kirkpatrick. I'm looking forward to getting to know you at some point in the future, but because we can't be together today, I thought I would go on a little trip this week to the place where you usually worship to find out a little bit about you. And even though you weren't there and the church doors were closed, I felt I still did learn a little something about you because I saw all of these wonderful pictures on a big banner sprawled across the front of your church. And that banner told me a lot about the children and young people at Kirkpatrick. It told me that your children who believe in God, who follow Jesus, and who want to tell others about him. There was one Bible verse in particular that jumped out at me from that banner, and I thought it would be a good one to begin this service of worship this morning. The words come from Joshua chapter 1, verse 9, where it says, Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. God is with us. Isn't that a wonderful thing to remember this Sunday morning? Maybe especially as we can't gather together the way we normally do. Because even though, boys and girls, you're not with your friends, God is with you. And we're going to be thinking a little bit about that theme this morning with contributions from you guys, but also from our speaker, Sarah, from Scripture Union. Sarah's going to be talking to us later in the service, and we're really grateful to her for recording this before lockdown, before she was furloughed. So thank you for Sarah, and we look forward to hearing what you have to say. We're going to sing our first song in a moment. It's a song that you guys know, because you're going to be leading it, Unexpected Rescuer. There'll be some words on the screen, so make sure your adults at home are up on their feet, doing the actions along with you, and singing their hearts out. But before we do that, we're going to pray together, and our prayers are led by the kids in Sunday Club. Dear God, thank you for you love us, and you're with us, and wherever we go. Today we celebrate Children's Day. Thank you for all the children in our church and the teachers and helpers that teach us about you. Thank you for our church family and all those who pray for us throughout the year. Thank you for all the new babies that have been born into our church family this year. Thank you, Lord, for the older members of our congregation. We pray that you will keep them safe and well. Thank you for all those who care for us and look after us in our homes. Help us to be kind and helpful at home and to care for others. Lord, thank you for our friends and for the family we have together. Even though we can't see each other often, please help us to stay connected in different ways. Amen. Please help our teachers and schools to plan when we return to school. Thank you for all they've been doing to help us learn during this time. We pray that when we are able to meet again in church, you will help our leaders to plan for the future. 
We pray for any organizations that need new leaders and helpers. Thank you for all the different organizations that celebrate our young people. We pray for Crash, Tots, Sunday Club, Bible Class, District Youth, Converse, BB and GB. Keep us safe and well as we begin our summer holidays. Help us to be thankful for all the good things that you give us. Help us to keep our eyes fixed on you, to love you more and to live for you in our homes, in our schools and everywhere we go. Thank you for your faithfulness and love for us all. In Jesus' name, Amen. My name is Claire and I am one of the P7 Sunday Club teachers in Kirkpatrick. Um, I'm also joined by Jonathan. Jonathan, give us a wave. One of our other P7 uh, Sunday Club Hello. teachers. Hi, Jonathan. And I have also been joined by 10 of our fabulous P7s. Um, so I thought, first of all, I would introduce you to them. Um, so you can see, put a, a name to your face. Uh, and they're going to give you a wave when I mention their names. So first up, we've got Rachel Walls. Give us a wave, Rachel. There we go, Rachel. Good job. And then we've got Owen Montgomery. Hello. Hi, Owen. Good job. And we have Harry Johnson. Hello. Hi, Harry. And then we've got Eva. Eva Merland. Hi, Eva. And we've got Lucy Howe. Hi, Lucy. And we have Anna Irwin. Hi, Anna. And then we have Daniel Shine. Give us a wave, Daniel. Good to see you. And we have Joel Drain. Uh, hey, Joel. And we have Zach McCoy. Hi. Good to see you, Zach. And Fraser Mottram. Good to hey, see you. Hey, Now, we also are missing a few uh, guys who couldn't be with us this morning. So just to mention them, we've got Aaron Moynihan, who's not with us. We have Tristan Hashim. Um, we're missing Nathan. Uh, Nathan Dye. And we're missing Jack Fuller. And we're missing Daniel Wilson. So those are the five that weren't able to miss or weren't able to be with us. But we'll be thinking about them this morning as we chat and as we pray. So you'll maybe remember a few Sundays ago, I was doing a little piece and mentioned that our P7s have been finding out over the past couple of weeks where they will be heading to school next September or at this September coming. Um, so it's been a strange time for them uh, because they haven't been at school and they haven't been with their friends and they haven't been able to chat about things together so much. And I said to them, if they wanted to, they could let us know something they would like us to pray for them. So I thought it would be a great idea to get them together and for them to tell you at home something they would like to say thank you for or something they would like to ask for prayer for. So that's what we've done this morning. We've gathered them together and they're going to tell us something they would like to pray about. And then Jonathan is going to pray for them. So let's hear from these super guys. Let's see, Rachel, do you want to kick off by telling us something you'd like us to pray for you? Could you please pray for me for whenever I go into my next school and making friends and being able to do the new subject, please? Brilliant, thank you, Rachel. Owen, what about you? I would like to pray that I can settle back into the routine of school after homeschooling. Yeah, that's a big thing, isn't it? Um, we've all 
got out of the way of school and it'll all feel a bit strange getting back to it all. Thank you. Anna, what about you? I'd like to pray that things won't be too strange when I go back to my new school. Yeah. And for most of you, you probably would have been getting a chance to go to your new school this term. So that maybe hasn't worked out. Um, So you haven't had that sort of uh, warm up to to get to see it and to get to meet teachers. So it'll be brand new in September. So it will feel very strange for you guys. Lucy, what about you? Um, I'm very thankful for my time at Stramtown and I'd like to pray for making new friends. Brilliant. So um, that is brilliant. Let's see who we've got next. Eva. Um, I'd like to pray that um, for making new friends that I'll join the right friendship groups and I'll stay on the path that God has planned for me. Brilliant, Eva. Thank you. Joel, what about you? Uh, I like to pray for that I make good friends and that I don't miss the school bus every morning. Well, Joel, I will remember you particularly for that because I know getting the school bus in our house is quite a tricky thing, getting there on time. So I'm with you on that one. So I will be remembering that. Okay, Zach, what about you? Um, I pray that we actually get to go back to school and that we don't stay in lockdown for much longer. Yeah. So we hope things will get back to normal as soon as possible, don't we? Yeah. What about you, Fraser? Uh, I pray that I have help with homework and that I don't get lost and I find new friendships in my big school. Okay. Brilliant. We'll be thinking about that for you too. What about you, Daniel? Uh, I would like you to pray for me to do, that I'd be able to do all of my work that I um, receive and that I would be able to make good friends and to get along with them. Brilliant. Thanks, Daniel. And what about you, Harry? Uh, I would like to pray that I can uh, have some sort of friends in my new class. And I'm thankful that I got into Campbell. Brilliant. Thanks, guys. That is brilliant to have heard from you all. Um, Lots of different things, but a lot of things the same as well. So a lot of things about friendships, about finding our way round, about um, strangeness that it'll feel in September for us. Um, Lots of different things. So I'm going to ask the people at home to remember you. Maybe when you're driving past a school or you're out walking past one of our local schools, remember these guys and pray for them. But this morning, Jonathan's going to pray for them, uh, particularly just now. So over to you, Jonathan. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we want to thank you for helping us through our primary school years and for the teachers who supported us in our work. As we move on to our new schools, help us to remember that although it will be new, you will be there with us. Although we are still young, Lord, help us to remember that starting new activities and making new friends is nothing new to us. We thank you for the friends that we have already made in many different ways, in schools, in clubs and in our neighbourhoods. When we wonder about how well we will do, remind us, Lord, when we need encouragement, that there was a time when we could neither walk nor talk. And yet look at everything we can do now, thanks to your blessings. We hope that we start our new schools as planned, but whatever the future may hold, we know that you will be there to show us the way. Lord. We all want friends who make us happy and who can help us when we need it. Remind us that by focusing on doing the right thing, 
and by showing how we care for others that our light will shine bright. Just as your light acts as a beacon, showing the warmth and comfort that your love and friendship has to offer, so our light can act as a beacon to guide new friends to us. And by looking for the same light and goodness in others, we look forward to making new friendships alongside those that we already have. In Jesus' name, Amen. The reading is from Luke chapter 15, verses 3 to 7, the parable of the lost sheep. And then Jesus told them after he said, So who? One of you has one hundred sheep and loses one of them. Will he leave the ninety-nine in the open country? Will he go to and look for the lost one lost sheep? until he finds it. When he finds it, he will joyfully put it on his shoulders and go home. Then he will call his friends and neighbours together. He will say, be joyful with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you, it will be the same in heaven. There will be great joy when one sinner turns away from sin. Yes, there will be more joy than for the 99 godly people who do not need to turn away from their sins. Good morning boys and girls in Kirkpatrick Memorial. I hope you guys are having a great Sunday morning so far. My name is Sarah and I work for an organisation called Scripture Union. Now if you guys can remember at the very, very beginning of this year, I came into your church to tell you guys all about how I love my job. Now I love my job because I get to travel all across East Belfast and I get to visit all your guys' schools and I get to go in and take your assemblies, your RE lessons and we get to have lots of fun in your SU groups. But something you might not know is that before I had this job in SU, I had another job where I didn't travel around lots and lots of different skills. But I actually, in the summertime, got to travel all across the world to lots and lots of different countries. I got to go to some amazing countries like India, like Peru, the whole way in South America. I got to go the whole way to the bottom of the world to South Africa. I got to go to Spain. But there was one country that I loved the most. I loved it so much that I went back five different times. And I want you guys to have a go at guessing what you think the country I'm talking about is. Now the very first clue is that this country has some really tall mountains in it. And the second clue is that in this country they have lots and lots of really big juicy watermelons. Along the side of the road you'll often see people selling them for you to buy and to eat. Now the third clue is that this country they have lots of cars along the roads but very often you'll see a horse and a cart just plodding its way along the road as well. Now the fourth clue is that in this country it's really, really warm in the summertime, but it's really, really cold in the wintertime. And the fifth clue is that this country begins with the letter R and ends in the letter A. Have a go and guess at what country you think I'm talking about. It was Romania, well done if you got it right. You can give yourselves a huge pat on the back. 
It was in Romania that I met the most interesting person I think I'll ever meet in my entire life. Now I want you guys to guess at who this person is because you're so good at guessing. I'm going to give you two clues and the first clue is that this person owned one of these. Now the second clue is that this person looked after a lot of these. <laughs> give me the best bar sound that you can. You have five seconds, have a go and guess at who you think the most interesting person I ever met was. A shepherd, well done if you got it right and a huge well done if you guessed right both times. So there I was in Romania at the break of dawn, the sun was just coming up over the big tall mountains and we were walking and we were making our way around a corner and I started to hear a noise. I started to hear a... <laughs> and it got louder and louder and louder until we turned the corner and I saw hundreds and hundreds of sheep all out in the field and I saw the shepherd standing right beside them. I learned lots and lots of amazing things about the shepherd that day and the very first thing I learned about the shepherd and I want everybody to make a heart shape with their hands at home because the first thing I learned about the shepherd is that he really loves and cares for the sheep. Day and night Day and night, the shepherd will stay with the sheep to make sure they're protected from any harm, from any wolves that might want to attack them. When they're really hungry, he'll lead them up to the best grass possible on the big tall mountains. When they're really thirsty, he'll lead them to the biggest and the freshest water he can find so that they can have a good drink. The shepherd really loves and really cares for each and every one of his sheep. Now the second thing I learned about the shepherd, I want everyone to tap their finger on their heads like they know something because the shepherd really knew the sheep. There were hundreds and hundreds of sheep out in the field that day and yet the shepherd knew each and every one of them. He had a different call for each and every sheep so when the shepherd would call the sheep, they would know who he was calling because the shepherd really knew the sheep and the sheep really knew the shepherd. Now the third and final thing I learned about the shepherd and I want everybody to go like this, like they're looking for something because I learned that the shepherd will always find the sheep when they go missing. When we were up on the mountainside with the sheep and the shepherd, one of them went missing. And even though there were hundreds of sheep, the shepherd was away like a flash. He went to go to find the sheep and to bring them back safely home to the flock again. Can you guess how many times in the Bible we read about the sheep and we read about the shepherd? Have a go at home and see if you can guess. Not once, not twice but actually 247 times. In the Bible, Jesus says that he is like the shepherd and we are like the sheep. Now, we don't look like sheep, do we? We don't sound like sheep. And we certainly don't smell like sheep. But actually, Jesus says that he is like the shepherd and we are like the sheep because of the wonderful things that we just learned about a shepherd. 
Can you remember the three things that we learned about the shepherd? So the very first, and if we go like this again with our hands, is that the shepherd really loves and cares for the sheep. But actually in the Bible we read that Jesus really loves and cares for each and every one of us. That actually day and night, day and night, Jesus loves and cares for us and will make sure, just like the shepherd makes sure that the sheep have what they need, Jesus will make sure that we have everything we need for each and every day. Now the second thing we learned about the shepherd is that he really knows the sheep. That actually even though there's hundreds of sheep, he knows each and every one of them and it's a different call for each of them. But actually, as well as the shepherd knows the sheep, Jesus knows us even better. In the Bible, it tells us that we're all different, but actually Jesus knows and loves each and every one of us. That Jesus knows when we sit down and he knows when we stand up. Jesus knows every single hair there is on our heads. Jesus knows us really, really well. Can you remember the third and final action? It's our finding action. So a big well done if you got it right. Because the shepherd will always find the sheep. When they're lost, he'll always bring them and he won't rest until he brings them back safely to the flock. Do you know in the Bible, it tells us that times when we feel lost or alone, or maybe times like right now, when we might be feeling far from our friends or even far from our family, it tells us in the Bible, some of the best news is that when we feel lost or alone, that Jesus will always find us and he will always bring us close to him. In the Bible, in a book called Jeremiah, we read this amazing promise from God. Now you can join along with me at home by saying the words that will be at the bottom of the screen and doing the actions along with me, okay? So it says, you will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. Let's try that one more time as loud as you can, okay? You ready? You will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. And that's the amazing promise God makes you and God makes me today. A God who cares for us, a God who knows us, and a God who will always find us when we feel lost or when we feel alone. Let's take some time to bow our heads, close our eyes, and talk to our amazing God today. Let's pray. God, thank you so much that just like the shepherd, that right here, right now, that you love us, that you care for us, and that you will find us when we feel lost or alone. God, today we pray for our family and for our friends who are maybe feeling lost or alone today. God, I pray that they would know that they have a God who loves us, a God that cares for us, and a God who will always find us. Thank you, God, for this amazing day. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, this morning we have been reminded that you are our good shepherd. You are always with us. You love us and care for us. You guide us and protect us. At this point in our service, we want to pray for our children and young people. 
We ask that in this strange time of lockdown, we may know you as our loving shepherd. Life has been very different for us these past weeks. Our grown-ups at home have become our teachers. Our kitchen tables have become our classrooms. Our living rooms have doubled up as places where we gather for church. We have missed the things we usually do at this time of year. We have missed class parties and sports days, even school exams. But we are reminded this morning that, even though so much seems to have changed, you are the one who never changes. Jesus is the same today, yesterday and tomorrow. Jesus is the same even as we begin very different summer holidays from usual. Jesus is the same even as some of us wait on results of exams we haven't been able to take. Jesus is the same even as some of us prepare to start a new school without being able to say a proper goodbye to our old one. And so, as we face all this change, we ask that you help us to look to you, the unchanging one. When we feel sad and upset at not being able to see our friend and family, help us to know the presence of your Holy Spirit. When we feel scared or worried about things we hear on the news, Help us to remember we do not need to be afraid because you have the whole world in your hands. And when we, feel, when we are grumpy and frustrated, maybe even taking it out on people at home, help us to remember that you want us to love each other as you have loved us. We pray all these things in the name of the Good Shepherd, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. Amen. Father God, thank you that you're always good and always in control and that you always love us. We thank you that you have been with us during lockdown and that you will continue to be with us over summer. We pray for the young people at Kirkpatrick at this time. We ask that despite the uncertainty and restrictions in, in place, that they would find rest in you this summer. We think of those who are awaiting predicted grades, perhaps anxious about the outcome. Give them peace. We pray for those leaving school this year. We are thankful for their time as youth in Kirkpatrick and we pray that you would bless them as they take the next steps on the journey. Please help them to continue to grow as disciples of Jesus no matter what they are doing. We pray for their futures. It is difficult to know what uni will look like in the autumn. Help them to trust you. We think of the next few weeks now that the homeschooling and Google Classrooms has finished up. With camps, missions and holidays cancelled, we ask that you would f help us find other ways to use our time to rest, go closer to you and serve others. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we're coming to the end of our service, and I just want to take a minute to say a big thank you to everyone who's helped put this together. Thank you especially to our children and young people for participating so well, and of course for the adults and parents at home who've helped record the videos and send them in to leaders. Thank you as well to all of our youth leaders in church for those adults who give up their time in Sunday club, Bible class and in district and we really appreciate what you do and I appreciate what you've done both on screen and off screen this week to help put this service together. I want to say again a special thank you to Sarah from SU who worked so hard and so quickly to put her talk together before she was furloughed. We really appreciate you doing that, Sarah, and um, we appreciate the message you had for us today. Um, there are a couple of videos, boys and girls, that you must remember to watch when the service is finished. 
There's special shout-outs from your youth leaders, and um, make sure you don't miss those. On Youth and Children's Sunday, it's always a lovely opportunity for you guys to say a big thank you to the adults for helping you all year long. And this morning, we want to say a special thank you to some of the grown-ups who are um, stepping away from their roles this year. So I want to mention Leanne Ho and Susan Spence, who have worked so well leading Sunday Club over the last four years. Leanne and Susan, thank you for your dedication to this ministry. It's been a blessing, and Christoph mentioned to me how much it has grown and developed in the time you've been leading. So thank you for the job you've done. And also to Rachel Smith, um, who's done a great job with Converse this year. And um, We're sorry that you're not able to stay around, Rachel, but we appreciate all the work you've done. And then to two people that I happen to know quite well, Justin and Lizzie, who are stepping away from district this year. I know there'll be a special mention to you in the district shout-out in the extras videos, but thanks for what you've done as well. A couple of announcements, Kirkpatrick, just before we, we bring things to a close. Do remember that we have our prayer gathering this Wednesday at 8pm on Zoom. The link is in the email that was sent out this week. This was a really successful um, prayer gathering from what I've heard last time, with a hundred of us gathering together to pray for our church and our nation and our world. So I hope to see you there. Emma, Emma and I will be there to join you this week, hopefully. And then before we have our benediction, we've got some really good news to share with you. And this is so appropriate on Youth and Children's Day. We've got two new additions to our church family. So I want to say a big congratulations to Kelsia Irwin on the birth of Elijah and to Jenny and Nathan um, McCaffrey on the birth of little Molly. Um, we praying for you at this time. We pray this is a time of blessing for you, especially in these strange circumstances that we're in. And we look forward to seeing little baby Elijah and Molly at some point in the future. Well, look, I'm going to pray the, the benediction over us now. If you would like to join in with me, you can, as we say the words of the grace. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, our good shepherd, and the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forevermore. Amen.
We miss you and we love you and we hope you have a fantastic summer. We hope it won't be too long before we get to see you all again. At this time of year, we always love to give you a gift, so an email will be sent out soon with vouchers to spend in the bookwell on the Belmont Road. Enjoy spending those. Lots of love, all your Sunday Club teachers and all your Sunday Club helpers. Bye. who don't know us, we are Ricky and Naomi and we lead Bible class in Kirkpatrick. Um, we just wanted to say a special hello to all of our young people. Um, this has been a bit of a strange year. Uh, usually we'd be seeing you in Kirkpatrick or Bloomfield, uh, but we just want to let you know that we're thinking about you um, and that we're missing hearing about what's going on in your lives. Yeah, um, we hope that you all got uh, the books that Ricky dropped off on your doorstep uh, during the week. Um, we hope that you enjoy reading these and please let us know what you think. Uh, and we just want to say a special thank you to our uh, team of leaders this year and for all that they've done uh, in supporting us and um, all the time that they've spent with the young people. Um, yeah, so I guess for now it's uh, bye and we hope that we'll see you all soon. Hi, we're Ricky and Naomi and we leave Bible class in Kirkpatrick. I'm not doing anything else. I thought you were saying like... Hi, we're Ricky and Naomi and we leave Bible class our year 8 to 10 organisation in Kirkpatrick. <laughs> Hi, we're Ricky and Naomi and we leave Bible class our year 8 to 10 organisation. Why do you keep saying that? Hi there, for you, those of you. Ah. <laughs> What's happening, folks? Good to be with you this morning. We just wanted to take a few minutes to share a little about what we've been doing at District Youth over the past few months in lockdown. Since lockdown, we've been continuing to meet on Sunday nights on Zoom and Instagram Live. The young people are going to tell us a little bit more about what we've been up to. You might have seen some of Made For More's resources in the extras in our City of Love gatherings. Katie's going to tell us a little bit more. We looked at a three-part series by Made For More on silence and solitude, loving others and relationships. Each week, we looked at God's word to see how Jesus lived his life in these areas and what we could learn from him. At the end of each week, we were left with a challenge, one of which was to spend five minutes in silence and solitude every day that week. I realised through this challenge that if Jesus needed to go and spend time in silence and solitude, then so do I. I learnt this actually strengthens me, draws me closer to God and allows me to hear God more clearly. In learning and understanding more of his word, I now feel better equipped to deal with temptation and all the other things that so often demand our attention. We allow noise to be such a big part of our lives but it made me realise how different our lives would be if each one of us spent a bit more time in silence and solitude. We've also had a district book club. Sarah is going to give us a little book review. 
In District, over the past few months, Dan and Emma have been taking us through Timothy Keller's book, The Freedom of Self-Forgetfulness. In this book, Keller teaches us how life-changing the Gospel is. He uses 1 Corinthians as a lens to show how it completely transformed the Apostle Paul into a selfless or self-forgetful person. He also talks about Gospel humility. He quotes that this is, not thinking more of myself, nor thinking less of myself, but thinking of myself less. This, this has helped me, as I now know that I should stop connecting every experience or every conversation with myself, but with God. We're praying that you guys will continue to grow closer to Jesus over this summer. And so we want to give you a book called 40 Days. And it's a prayer journal and Bible study notes in John's Gospel. And so look out for a wee doorstep delivery over the next couple of weeks. Before we go, we have a few goodbyes to say. Firstly, we want to say goodbye to Justin and Lizzie Livingstone, who have been with District and Breakfast Club for the last four years. We want to say a huge thank you to them and we will really miss them. We also want to say goodbye to those moving on from Kirkpatrick Youth. Rebecca Spence is hoping to go to Queen's University to study law and Jane McCrossan is hoping to move over to Bristol to study physiotherapy at the University of the West of England. Fergus Wilson is hoping to continue his studies at Belfast Met in film and TV production and Maddie Vincent is hoping to start studying biological sciences at Queen's University. Please do pray for those guys um, over the summer and the coming months and Doogie is now going to pray for them and all the young people um, ahead of the summer. Hi, I'm Dougie and I'm in year 11 going into year 12 at Campbell. I just wanted to pray for all the young people at the church. Father God, thank you that you're always good and always in control and that you always love us. We thank you that you have been with us during lockdown and that you will continue to be with us over summer. We pray for the young people at Kirkpatrick at this time. We ask that despite the uncertainty and restrictions in in place that they would find rest in you this summer. We think of those who are awaiting predicted grades, perhaps anxious about the outcome. Give them peace. We pray for those leaving school this year. We are thankful for their time as youth in Kirkpatrick and we pray that you would bless them as they take the next steps on their journey. Please help them to continue to grow as disciples of Jesus, no matter what they are doing. We pray for their futures. It is difficult to know what uni will look like in the autumn. Help them to trust you. We think of the next few weeks now that the homeschooling and Google Classrooms has finished up. With camps, missions and holidays cancelled, we ask that you would help us find other ways to use our time to rest, go closer to you and serve others. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.